from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, July the 5th, 2022. The Thai Cats on the bye week, so let's get right into it with my guest, Luke Tasker from the Thai Cats Audio Network, former Thai Cat himself. Luke, happy belated July 4th uh, to you and the family uh, on the other side of the Niagara River there. But uh, I, I want to start with this one because you're a former player recently you know, away from the game. How much of this game is mental? Boy, you know, the, the classic like 80-20 or some people say 90%, you know, it, the physical is like a given. It's like assumed, you know, or maybe it's almost like <clears> – <throat> way more players than are able to make it have the physical requirements. You know, it, it is my point. My point in all this is that it's those, those, those things are true. I mean, it is so, so mental. And and now anybody will, anybody would tell you coach O would say the same thing. Now is where that mental the aspect comes into play and where that mental toughness, because you have to, you have to, create and believe your the your narrative in your own locker room and in your own head or just as a player in your own you know mindset and attitude towards the game you can't fall victim to saying to believing that you're a bad football team or that you're a bad football player you, you can't you can't fall into that and and it's just about you know you know <laughs> Louis, don't you hate when you're you interview somebody and it's and it's and they're and they and that player says oh you just gotta get back and you know keep grinding keep grinding keep grinding you know, do the right things and the problem is because, you know, it's kind of, we've heard it so many times and, and, and it's hard to sort of wrap your mind around that, but that's true. You do have to, do you, they do have to just get back in and keep working, but that mental part, you can't just grind to grind, you know, I mean, the, the, the point isn't grinding. It's just that grinding is maybe a proven way of, of getting, of getting what you really want. And that is wins, but you have to, you have to believe that the games that you lost and the plays that you didn't make as a player, like the mistakes that you made that that helped cause a loss, aren't aren't who you are. It's not what it's not it's not what your you know it's not what your identity is. That that you're a, that you're a good football player, you're a good football team, and that if those couple things didn't go those ways, uh, and and if they don't in the future, you'll win some games. So you've got to be. That's mental toughness is is being able to ignore what other people might you know what other people might be assuming. And that is that maybe the tie cats, this isn't their year or, or this isn't the right group of guys, or you hear those things and, and, and you have to really believe and know that it's true that those are, that that is not uh, uh, your reality. And, you know, in the years that we were able to flip some things around uh, it, it, once you start winning games, that stuff becomes clear that, that you, you, you see clearly that, wow, like remember that game back in uh you know, Winnipeg when it was back and forth the whole game and like we couldn't really figure out what even happened and it felt so strange. Well, look at this. We won a couple games and and, and it's obvious. Like we turned the ball over at at, at crucial moments and, and didn't make big plays when we had a chance to. And uh, then it's easy to believe. But prior to that success, prior to those wins that you string, string through after, that's that mental toughness. And that's why so many people can't, you know, can't play professional football. Can't do, you have to overcome that storyline and and, uh, and, and, and believe the, and believe the, you know, truth that you, that you, you are meant to be here and that your team can be good if you just stop turning the ball over and start making plays. And I, I asked the question, how much of it is it, is it mental? Because, you know, all this week, 
I just keep coming back to the fact with how much time can you focus on the game that you play professionally, that that's your living. How much can you dwell on that during the week that you're you know, mandated to have off? It's a bye week Players fight for this in the CFLPA, right? So, I mean, I find it so fascinating that these are guys who are doing their job and, and I put it right back to fans and say, well, how much do you focus on work when you're on vacation? But you're 0 and 4. You're, you know, things aren't clicking. You're having these turnovers. Like I I th- I find it super fascinating on how players attack the bye week. And I know we've talked about this a lot last season, but at 0 and 4 is it harder to turn it off? Yeah, I I I don't know with the and I think each year the guys may be different. Like I, Mike Daly shared a story on the Tickets Audio Network earlier this season where he uh you know, was like in the, in the locker room working out all week on a bye week And he ran into coach O and coach O's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> You're like, why are you here right now? And, yeah. and daily shared that story. Like, Oh wow. Maybe I do need to kind of unplug for a second. I, I just remember the year that we, 2017, when we were 0 and 8 and we turned the first win we had was labor day and it was right just following a bye week And we, it just so happened, well, Labor Day is Monday, right? And so we, and we had an extra long bye week because of that. And I think it was a Friday game that led into it. So, you know, you have a really extended uh, break time. And so we, uh, Jen and I went to Florida for, for eight days in the middle of a season. <laughs> and like, I ran on the beach a little bit. I mean, <laughs> not- yeah, you're only saying that in case Coach O is listening. I, I get that. <laughs> like uh, a little bit I did, but like, yeah. I think I lifted once that week. And I mean, I, I just chilled hard yeah. and like, and we came back, I felt fresh. <clears throat> you always have a few things that you're dealing with and those injuries and things nagging felt better. And like, I was just ready to go. We were just going to have fun. You know, we, it was, there wasn't, we weren't going to just go. You, you cannot just get into a, a a negative mind snowball effect and just and then and if you if you just you know think that oh grind 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 and work 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 if that if that if that's all you've got to to, to go on well sometimes you have to change it up for your and change speed for yourself and your preparation and I don't know and that and that year of bye week certainly helped me and turns out it helped our team as well obviously there was other changes going on at the, at the same time as well but. Uh, I'm hoping that guys can come back with a little perspective with in a fresh mindset. Yeah, and uh, we will see. And I, one thing that stood out to me yesterday, I noticed on uh, on Instagram. Of course, I like to keep tabs on players, see what they're up to. So I I follow a lot of the tag ads, and uh, it it looks like somebody organized a a pretty big golf game. I think there was about eight to ten guys, and Dane was there, and Stavros, and uh, and Mike Domagala, and there's there was a bunch of other players, and. Maybe those are kind of those special little moments where you can talk about football, but you're really focused on golf. And it's and I and it kind of gets into my next question here with Dane and the leadership that he has shown, even at 0-4, a competitor. You know, we've heard it said a couple like a couple times, a coach's son. Like this guy lives and breathes football. If anyone's taking it as hard as anyone in that locker room, it's gotta be Dane. Yeah, and that's that's cool to hear. I mean, that stuff is it, 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 uh, 
I wonder if it seems kind of kind of flimsy to, to somebody or if it seems like, well, yeah, I'm sure they're having a good time, but does that really matter? And I would argue that it really does matter, stuff like that. I remember golf rounds when we got, you know, you get 16 guys together or something like that, and, and it turns into an afternoon of fun. And interesting that you brought that up. The, after that 0-8, the first day back in Hamilton after that uh, long hiatus in uh, in that bye week after we were 0-8, we, there was a a, a Ticat sponsor had a, like a, uh, whatever celebrity, you know, golf event at red tail, like one of the most prestigious courses Ooh. in Canada. And so we all wow. went out and, and, and had like a fantastic day out at a golf course where you kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, a, a, an upscale, uh, golfing event, you know, where they re- were really kind of treated nice. And it was a, it was a, just an awesome, uh, awesome event that day that kind of kicked off the, weeks after. And those kind of things are, are invaluable. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that, uh, the guys who stayed in Hamilton, hopefully can, could get, get, uh, a few of that kind of few of those kind of things going. I mean, you gotta, I, I used to take the, take the field before a game and I'd force myself to smile as I go on the field. And then all of a sudden you, you do that enough and you control your attitude and your mentality towards it. And all of a sudden you're, you're having fun, even though maybe you had some things you were worried about or some injuries you were dealing with or some, and you just force your attitude. And when you can, when you, if you, if you're focused so hard on playing football that you forget that you're playing football and it's supposed to be, you know, it, it's the most fun job that you could have in the world. I don't know. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're really poised to, to have a great performance. And so those guys doing things like that off field, I, I honestly think you get to the end of the season and, and we won't know, but those guys will look back and, 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 and that'll be some of the glue that, that keeps you together. I just think of any time I play golf with the buddies, like out the boys, you think, oh man, remember that time on 18 or like, there's going to exactly. be one story. There's going to be at least one story that's going to come out of that. That's going to, you know, be told and retold and retold in that locker room next week and uh, right through the end of the season. And, you know, if things go well, we've seen a lot of these reunions lately, right? No. Those are the memories that you don't remember the, the, the dropped pass or the tipped interception in week two. You remember yeah. Uh, how you spend time with your buddies. And that's what this is about. You said uh, playing football is the greatest job in the world. Talking about football is also pretty good because uh, <laughs> I don't get hit. I don't deal with the physicalness <laughs> of right. the game. But uh, okay, let's talk about uh, Friday night because obviously some things did go well. I thought, you know, when they did use Wes Hills, he was productive. He was powerful. He was getting the ball downfield. Stephen Dunbar, Tim White had another big games. Uh, what stood out to you? Let's find it. Let's let's look. Be glass half full. What stood out to you optimistically heading into the bye week and beyond? Yeah, uh, the run game was certainly the 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 most productive that it's been all season. And I, I know it kind of paints the uh, kind of sets up the story for the for the for a, a comeback. But they had a thirteen point lead. I mean, they they had a very productive uh, uh, first half, and I mean, maybe dominant. They they did they did trail in the sack department again after having after having sort of uh, moved, moved in the right direction the week before uh, in Winnipeg, uh, you know, um, and again they were playing a mobile quarterback. Ford was was moving around and making some things happen with his feet, but uh, we were not able to to get to their quarterback as much as as much as Dane had pressure. I I still. You know they still have things to work through on the offensive line, and 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 still some still uh, fluid, you know, moving parts in that uh, position group. Um, uh, you know, 
it, it's so it's just so fascinating to me. We've just seen and and the crazy thing is we're talking we're doing the same thing that we were doing a year ago. We're kind of seeing the first half tie cats and the second half tie cats, but it's the same group of guys, the same team, the same play callers. Uh, there's something about the execution that can't come together, but but to look for some for for hope. I mean that those for the first halves in, I mean all four games have been not horrendous, but specifically in the home games, really productive. I mean, there's hope right there on its own. And, um, you know, Louie, I, I don't know if we're bound, if we're, you know, bouncing around this point or if you're, if we're waiting, but turnovers, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to uh, say. Well, RJ, RJ and I talked about turnovers so okay, much good. yesterday. Okay, I thought good. we could just leave it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Timely turnovers too. I mean, tar- turnovers, but when they happen, yeah. where they happen, yeah. and the results after, right? I mean, two Dane fumbles. There's the one going for it on third and one. And, you know, Dane to this day will, will keep saying that he thought he got it. And, you know, nine times out of ten, maybe the ref blows the whistle on that play. But there's there's a, a at least a seven-point swing right away. Yeah. Fumble in the fourth quarter, there's a seven-point swing right away. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Again, it goes back to mental how much of turnovers is, is mental, the dropped balls, the tipped passes, the, I mean, that's gotta be a component of it. Yep. And, uh, the tipped passes, that is a hundred percent a mental, well, it's a, it's a correctable thing in a mental capacity for the receivers who, 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 who've been on the, on the bad end of those tipped or, you know, bobbled, uh, catches that have gone the other way. It's actually something that you visualize. You actually imagine yourself, picture yourself, making those catches like what the ball looks like as you see it hits your hit your hands and tuck it away uh and then you can practice of course jugs machine or with quarterbacks after practice but it's not just it's not just between like the whistles of the practice of the actual uh, structured practice there's not a it's not enough there's not enough reps at that and you got to do it slow like everything everything in life it's better to start like start with a beginner's mind and when i was practicing breaks and i wanted to really tighten up my speed cuts or my man cuts, I would, you, you walk through them. Like you, you imagine like how your ankles handle that pressure and you walk through and simulate what that's going to be like. And then, and then imagine it and think about it. And the same thing with catching, same thing with catching. I remember thinking about catches that would be hard. That would be difficult to make, you know, and then, and just like picturing like, what, what if that ball came at that way? Like, how could I adjust to catch that? And then sometimes it happens that way. You know, it, it sometimes it, sometimes you think about, you think about something so, so, um, you know, it was so deliberate and, and you're, and you think so, so deeply about it. And then when that moment happens on the field, you're ready for it. And so, you know, that's what these guys have got to do with those short, hard passes. And, 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 and then with the fumbles and specifically Dane, and, and you could kind of think that he's probably already doing this and that, that idea of, of getting both hands on it, you know, before you get into a, a, a you know, a, 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 that, that, compromised position with multiple defenders around you and and you have to use every mental capacity you have to protect the football there's no other every single person that that's the most inju- most important job for each, each ball carrier on the field you your team has to has to have the ball the next play that's rule number one and uh i do expect to see that get better i really do i mean i uh, it, it just it, it's I don't want to say it can't. I mean, fumbles could continue to happen throughout the season, but but I expect that it's going to get that we're going to see a, a, a change in the right direction uh, with that. I put this out on Twitter the other day that uh, the Ticats are, uh, you know, if you're if you're a glass half empty kind of person, 
the Ticats are 0-4 at the bye week. That's that's not that's not good. But if you're a glass half full guy uh, or person, um, the Ticats are one game back of first place in the East at the first bye week. <laughs> I mean, you're, it's it's a little it's not too early to be watching the standings because you're 0 four. But uh, again, full circle moment here at this interview. Mentally, just mentally knowing you're only one game back of first place in your division, despite the start you had. You haven't played a team in your division yet. Seven of the next eight are against East opponents. Does that do anything heading into week six? Uh, it, it does something in the fact that you think about other leagues or other sports, and oftentimes if you're if you're 0-4, your chances, certainly all these guys coming from college football, you're, you're already done. I mean, you know, you don't have that chance to, to make a run anymore. That really kind of kind of is it. Uh, I remember in, in the Ivy league, there's, there's eight teams and pretty much if you lose your first Ivy league game, there's a good chance that you don't even have a shot at, at the Ivy league, uh, title anymore. And you have eight games or 10 or nine games left in the season. It's like, Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) you know, it's just not the case in the CFL and you're still, and they still got a real legitimate chance. Um, but the time to make these changes and, and and it's it's so so interesting, Luke, because you don't they don't have to make everything perfect. You don't have to fix everything. You don't have to catch every single ball. In reality, the receivers should think that you practice and, and think about it and, and tell yourself that. But to win, not every player has to make every single play. They just have to make a few more, and they have to make some corrections. And obviously, the turnovers would be a great place to start those corrections. But if they can make a couple little edges, the, some of these games will go their way. And like you said, in eight weeks from now, they may have, they may be in a, and still in a really good position uh, as they go towards the playoffs. My thanks to Luke Tasker for joining me today. This has been Ticats Today. We're back tomorrow from all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Luke Butko, hoping you have a great day. Today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.